1: I wish I was recording that so that we could have had that beautiful moment to intro this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, one take, I'm not repeating it. Such a sassy mood. Welcome in, everybody. Derek Peterson here. This is the Varsity Club Podcast. Joining me this week, I've got Greg Smith. Say hello. Hello. And I've got Jacob Padilla. Say hello. Howdy. I said hello, not howdy. Howdy. Hello. <laughs>
0: We're off to a rousing start. We're
1: off to a great start. Jacob's in a really good mood. Um, Spring game is on Saturday, so we're just going to talk about the spring game for this podcast. We got back from practice. We're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. I want to get first a take from both of you. What are you most looking forward to Saturday? I'm most looking forward to seeing how the corners
2: play, and especially with how little depth they have there. Like those guys are going to play quite a bit, so we're going to see Lamar Jackson. Will he hit? <laughs> that he's kind of he's been a guy that's kind of been praised a little bit for um, how much improvement he's made, and he's a guy they're clearly invested in. I mean, they see the physical tools, just like Mike Riley staff did when they brought him in. So now it's uh, I'm looking forward to see if they can kind of unlock that a little bit with him, and seeing some of those other guys like Ethan Cox, who we've heard his name a ton this spring as a guy who's really made a name for himself and kind of shot himself up towards the top of that performance chart that Travis Fisher has. So I'm looking forward to seeing corners that actually get up and maybe press a little bit as opposed to sitting back and allowing every um,
1: pass to kind of be completed. I just want to let you know that you messed up this entire dynamic because when we talked through this before we we started podcasting, you said that you were looking forward to football. Uh, So Greg made his choice, and I made my choice based off of football. So Greg... I like to throw you guys some curveballs from time to time.
0: (laughs) I simply see that. You're up next. Keep you on your
1: toes. So, can't say uh,
0: cornerbacks. I'm looking forward to football. No, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to the atmosphere. Actually, I'm gonna stick with my original thing. Um, I want to see the first like kind of pseudo game action led by Scott Frost and what people how they react to that. Um, I think it'll be really fun. I'm looking like I like those spring games. Once you get into like the second half, they can get to be uh, to drag a little bit. Though this one will have a running clock in the second half, and they'll play like normal football game in the first half, so that might be fun, um, but the atmosphere should be great either way, provided we don't have a turn in the weather. So the atmosphere. Shush, don't say that. Oh, sorry, sorry, Important don't even to throw know, that in, yeah. the, in the atmosphere there.
2: Important to note that this game actually won't be led by Scott Frost, because he's going to apparently just kind of take in the sights and enjoy the game, meanwhile the coordinators and assistant coaches kind of actually
1: lead the team. He will be a spectator, as he put it, so shout out to Scott Frost for not even showing up for the first <laughs> Game. or his first like
0: part of his job like or is that too far so has yeah, <laughs> no, too far hasn't oh, hasn't
1: even played his first game and he's already taken days off he's
0: on that PTO like Dwayne
1: Wade <laughs> cash cash the paycheck now it's time to just sit back and relax but when he right Scott now, I love you yeah <laughs> please don't <laughs> When
0: he runs out of the tunnel, like, because I assume he's gonna lead them out of the tunnel, um, like Mike Riley did. Um, show, sorry, um, at the yeah, roar from contest. the crowd, the roar from Shots. the crowd in that moment will be awesome. Like, it should be really cool when that happens. Yeah,
1: I am. I am working on a story from the fans' perspective, and everybody that I've talked to, that's the thing that they're looking forward to most: is seeing him run out of the tunnel. He's one of their own. Yeah. Um, my the thing that I'm looking forward to most. Kind of, I guess kind of touches on what you touched on, Jacob, but I just want to see people hit each other like 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 I just want to see people get blown up that's what I want to see Derek, like I'm picturing noted fan of violence yeah, <laughs> I'm picturing the Wisconsin game, the block that the kid just got decleted like I don't want anyone getting hurt'
0: but I, don't, I don't want
1: someone to get hurt. Let me say that right now, but after last season and all of the, the bad things that happened at the end of last season. Bad I want to see yeah, – yes. Uh, who was it? Was it Eric Schneider? or was it Scott Frost that was talking about how, like, DiCaprio Boodle, they have to, like, rein him in and be like, don't kill people. <laughs> like, I want to see someone hit. I want to see them tackle. Shanahan is is like enabling them to go do that, and I want to see someone hit. That's what I'm looking forward to the most.
0: I don't think they're gonna. But I don't think they're gonna hold that back in the game though. Like I think it's to me. I'm trying to picture the two things that they can't do is they can't scale back the offense and try to slow things down, and they can't put the reins on the defense and say don't go out there and hit people. Um, so we should end up getting that right, and we should get some exciting offense because you can't preach that all spring long, and then as soon as the spring game hits, you decide to really. Rank and I think that would be odd, so I'm hoping that results in a little bit more exciting
1: football. So for for this podcast, this was Jacob's idea too, and I commend him because it's a really good idea. It's one of the first ones you've had in a while. Um, We are going to draft fantasy spring game rosters. Not full rosters. We're going to take five guys each and um, see who wins. We need to work out the scoring though. We were supposed to do this before we started, and we had we didn't. So, I, well, I what? suggested we do it, <laughs> and then you said no. Oh, we'll just figure it out on the podcast. So, Who so cares? I I think uh, ten yards rushing, ten yards receiving each is is a point like normal fantasy football. I, should we just do rules like that, like normal fantasy for the offense? What do we do for the defense? For defensive I, that was, players? That was what I was
2: wondering. Yeah, if, do we actually? And how, how do they? Uh, what do we put weights on things because obviously you're gonna as an offensive player you're probably gonna rack up more stats than a defensive player, so why would anybody take a defensive player in our five?
1: Let's say so. let's say you get two points for every tackle. Let's say you get three points for every tackle for loss. Let's say you get five points for a sack. And five points for like a fumble recovery or an, or an interception. interception. And we'll say on the other side for offense we'll we'll kind of make it even. You get a point for every 10 yards, and you get five points for every touchdown. Okay, that sound good. Yeah, but might, what about completion? Might be, and be a receptions. way to bounce. We're not going to worry about that. Well, we can, okay. we
0: can figure that
2: out later. Okay.
1: Um, we'll, we'll get that. But just so okay, like, that's just kind so of, that we have the, a
2: the
0: general, general basis. Yeah, just yeah. so we so have. I'm a, not on your sheet. You went by the oh, I put Derek twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, get oh so Derek <laughs> I get two teams. You are me Derek two teams. I get two
1: teams. So I'm definitely gonna win. <laughs> yeah. If we're going just total points added up, I think I'm definitely oh, gonna we're win. we're going aggregate, so it would be the average between You also two. spelled Greg's name wrong. For those listening at home, <laughs> Greg's name from here here on out is G Reg. Yeah. <laughs> There's a space between the G and the R in Greg's name. Just just for just for your guys' uh, future reference, when you refer to him on Twitter or in person, G Reg. And his that name. is
2: a serious inside joke here based <laughs> on our Slack channel and my inability to type.
0: That works for me. Yeah. So uh, does that mean? So should G. Reg get the first? Pick? I was just about to say. I, I think
1: we should give Greg the first pick. We,
2: we can do that. That's fine. That's no. So we go on one, two, three. We'll just go, and then three, we'll go two, back one. Yeah, we'll do snake. Yeah, yeah snake. We'll yeah. snake. Yeah. All
1: right. So we'll start at the bottom with, with so Greg. You got the f- first overall with the first
0: pick. pick the first pick, the 2018 spring game draft. I select wide receiver Mike Williams.
1: Ooh, big one. Yeah, we've heard a lot about him. This. This. Uh, this off season, it's really funny. We were looking at quotes, and uh, Troy Walters said word for word the exact same <laughs> thing today about Mike Williams that he said exactly a week ago about well, Mike Williams. So consistent. consistency, it's great. All Check right.
2: it. So second pick that's going with me. I'm gonna make a homer pick and take my guy Noah Vedral here. Like he's the quarterback that's most familiar and most set up to have a good game. And they said they're going to split up the quarterback reps fifty-fifty on both teams, correct? So right. they should. So all the quarterbacks should get a chance to play uh, a fair amount of. So it's, I, I'm going with the guy
1: who's most comfortable with what they're trying to do. Right, right and now. he figures to be the guy that would have the best day. Yeah. I I think I guess the smart thing to do would be to take quarterbacks <laughs> with the first pick because there's four and there's three of us. I want Adrian Martinez. Because if we get points for passing and rushing,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I want Adrian Martinez. I think he's going to have a a good game. I think he's going to be one of those guys they want to get a lot of reps to. Just
2: one uh, extra rule here. How about we each only take one quarterback? That yeah, way nobody fine. doubles up. That's fine, All right? Yeah, that would, that'd so. be
0: mean if he then took another one and then you took another one, leaving me with no one.
1: Oh, man. So then, like, last kid on the playground. Like, who's, yeah. So. Who's going to be last? Tristan <laughs> <it laughs> Jebbia yeah, or Andrew Bunch? Let's <laughs> see who I decide to take. <laughs> Do I get another pick now? Yeah, now it's your. You get another yep. pick. Give me Greg Bell. Oh, Oof. Ryan, tough, Ryan Held keeps talking about him. Man. Talked about him again today. Um, it, it was a week or so ago that he said he had the best practice of anyone. Uh, when when we ask him about running backs, Greg Bell has been the guy that he's kind of given unsolicited praise towards the most. So he's he's my guy. That's a
0: good call.
2: So with my pick, we're, I'm going to stick with the running backs, and I will go Jalen Bradley, another Nebraska kid. So there's a theme <laughs> there's emerging a theme. There's with there's my team right now, and Bradley's going to be on the white team, so we may not have as much O-line help. But at the same time, he also, um, I think, doesn't have as much competition for touches. and uh, If he plays well, I think uh, he'll have a chance to really
1: have a good game. You know we're not going to tell them that we picked them, so you're not going to get brownie points with these guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Okay.
0: Great. So with my pick, I'm going to go ahead. Let's get the quarterback out of the way and go with Tristan Jubia Wow, that is, that is not. So man, Andrew Bunch is the that only for your quarterback pick. that doesn't get picked. I could have. Yeah. I mean Greg, that that's just not smart drafting right there. I mean yeah, yeah, I could have I could have waited there. It wasn't that wasn't the smartest thing in the world, but that's okay with my next pick. Might as well
1: call him Mitch Kupchak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on, man. Don't make me go with rings. Um, <laughs> with my next pick, I'm gonna go with I'll go with Tajon Lindsay. Oof, that's yeah, that's tough. I think he has an opportunity to have one of those kind of those big spring games that ends up, you know, getting him a bunch of love and we'll see what happens throughout the season when we know he's gonna actually play this year.
1: Yeah, we haven't talked a ton about him, but also JD Spielman's status is questionable for this Saturday with I guess the deadliest flu known to man <laughs> that is Wiped out, what is it, 15 members of the team? Is that what you've got there on the roster? There 15
2: players that were not listed. That includes guys that are injured and just uh, were not included. So some of that's sick guys. Some of it's like Mick Stoltenberg and guys like that that have been dealing with issues with uh, Michael different. Decker. And, yeah. yeah,
1: side note before we get back to our uh, riveting draft. Mick Stoltenberg is still out, and it, that's a little surprising to me. Because when we were first told that he was not practicing, we were told that it was... Just like, oh, he just overworked himself, and so it's nothing serious. He's just taking a day or two.
0: I think he had a knee scope. Hmm. Okay. I, I think so. that I is said, Like I'm pretty that's sure that that's, that's what ended up happening. They are poor knocks over there with these injuries. It yeah. drives me nuts, but I'm pretty sure that that's what happened, and then and he he'll was be back. Limping. He should yeah. be back in the fall. He that was
2: limping pretty noticeably that day of practice, yeah. like the first one that we noticed he yeah. wasn't practicing. it. I think he's the kind of guy that – um, I think he's smart enough that he doesn't necessarily have to be out there for to be getting it. And yeah. I think that they have confidence in him as a veteran and him as kind of the one of those leader guys. So be able to kind of fill his role without having to be out there,
1: given Damon Daniels and guys. Um, those reps in practice right now while he recovers. Right. That was one of the things I said about JD too. A knee scope is uh, a little bit more serious. A minor knee scope. Kind of like... I feel like on
0: every one of these podcasts I drop something on you that you look at me (laughs) with that same look you just gave me of why didn't you give me a heads up about that beforehand? But that's okay. No, I love
1: it. I love it. This is... You drop... you drop news on podcasts. If you've ever listened to those NBA guys or those NFL guys when they do podcasts, mm-hmm. they drop news on podcasts because they know that they don't have to meet the sourcing criteria of their <laughs> publication. Like this is the place to do that. So, That's right. so okay, back to the draft. Who's up, Jacob?
2: I yes, it would be me. I I'm tempted to go Austin Allen here. Just continue with my Nebraska uh, kid <laughs> <Dude>. but I'm. <laughs> Gonna break the mold here, and I'm actually gonna look to the defensive side of the ball, and I I'm gonna to take Markel Dismuke, oh. safety out there. I think a guy like Aaron Williams isn't gonna play a ton. Um, a veteran dude that's been banged up in his career, and Frost has said that there's some guys we're gonna get in there and get out quick. I assume Stanley Morgan might be one of those guys as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, so I don't think uh, Aaron Williams will probably be the one of the most producing safeties. So I think Dismuke is a guy that we've heard a lot about. He's a talented player. Um, and I think he's going to have a big year, and starting with this
1: spring game. Uh, okay, so I'm up, and I we we were looking at the the red team roster and the white team roster, and somebody pointed out to me on Twitter that um, the white team is a lot more unbalanced yes. than the red team is. I'm going to go with Will Honus on defense. Yes, that is a smart. That's my one. guy because he's on the white team, and I feel like I feel like he's a guy that's going to push for starting reps. Yep. Uh, like easily. Once by the time we hit to the fall, and so him being on that that white defense, him being a guy that's probably going to be one of the more featured players in this this game. Hopefully, he, you know, I picked him, so he's probably going to play five snaps and then sit down. <laughs> um, hopefully, you know, he has a good game. So, who's next? Oh, me again. Yeah. yeah. I keep forgetting. I hate you. snake tracks <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, jeez, this is where it gets hard. It does. Give me Lamar.
0: No. man, me that Lamar. was gonna be my last pick. I was saving that. give me, yeah. Lamar. Give me
1: Lamar Jackson. Man, I'm taking a shot. Yeah, I, shoot I like your it. shot. Yeah, shoot your shot. Yep.
2: And well, the nice thing about the corners is, like, like I said, there's not a lot of them. They're gonna play a lot. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: They're gonna play, and, and and Travis Fisher wants to see what he can get from them. And and Fisher said the other day that Lamar was the guy that's improved the most in his yeah. room. So.
2: Well, continuing that theme, uh, I think I'm gonna take the man of the spring. I'm going Ethan Cox. Man, last
0: two picks. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I should have taken him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fisher said today. uh, Fisher said Thursday that he got first team reps Thursday. Yeah. So look at Jacob. Yeah. Swooping in there. there. All right, Greg, you got two left. And I got back to back picks. Do. Yeah. G. G G Greg. On the clock.
0: Man, the running backs that I wanted to take are gone, <laughs> which really upsets me because I want a running back on my roster. Oh, Zigbo. With that being said. <laughs> Just ignores it. Yeah. I'm mean, yeah. I'm going to go with Mikhail Wilbon here. Ooh. Okay. Red I respect team it. I respect it. And then I get to finish it off. To finish off, I'm going to go with Javon McQuitty. Ah, uh, he was the guy I was looking at. Yeah. uh, Good, because you took Ethan Cox from me, so that yeah. was who I really wanted to take. And right before that, I was really thought I'd be sneaky by getting Lamar Jackson in the end, but
1: he's, uh didn't happen. He's bulked up. He gets talked about a ton. Yep, he's to uh, get a lot of run out there. From what we've heard, he's playing opposite Stanley mm-hmm. with the first teamers, so that should be. So my interesting. hope is
0: when Stanley plays for two plays and goes out, then <laughs> Javon McQuitty gets all the. his. But are
1: you concerned at all about coming off of the injury? Maybe them not wanting to push him too much, or is he far enough removed? Jacob, I think he's
0: far enough removed, but I also think I think the McQuitty will want to go out there and show what he can do. I would agree with that. and The same thing with Wilbon. That's actually part of my reasoning with Wilbon, too, is I think that there's been so much talk about him being the odd man out, um, that this is his first real opportunity to go out there and seize an opportunity.
1: All right, Jacob. Last pick for you. This is the second-to-last pick. Who are you going with?
2: This is tough. I I need an offensive player. I need a wide receiver. Justin McGriff has... Um, i think drawn a lot of attention this spring um, his name's been mentioned a lot but at the same time he's also got Greg's three wide receivers on the same team as him <laughs> so it's kind of a question the only the only scholarship wide receiver on that white team like somebody's got to catch a ball if Noah Vedral's going to have a good day for me the only scholarship wide receiver is Keon Williams so my question is do i go with Keon do i Risk one of these walk ons, or do I just go with my grist and so forget competition? This is tough. Um,
0: you know what? Look at you over here strategizing. Yeah. I like it. I had some strategy too. I got my quarterback to go with the receivers. Well, I mean, I,
1: like I haven't even been paying attention yeah. to the fact that you know so and so plays for red team. Well, and he's has, got
0: all five
2: guys from the red team. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I, I've got uh, kind of a mix. Actually, I've got
1: mostly white. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, They've got to do something. Greg's going all in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't think they're going to lose sixty to zero. Right. All right, and Jacob. So, what's
1: your pick? You know what? The tension is killing. Give me Connor Young. Let's do, it. Let's, do it. Let's, do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, going back, I got four out of five Nebraska kids. A couple of walk-ons here, but I mean, again, it's not always. It's always the guy that yeah, you don't expect all, yeah, that, 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 that has huge. And Connor Young is a dude like he set records at like the, the Shrine Bowl. Caught like two hundred yards and a half or something like that. He's a guy that played some last year. And um, with Keon more of a slack, I think is going to be one of those guys kind of playing out wide a little bit, and we'll get plenty of targets
1: uh, Mm -hmm. considering some of the guys around him. Guess what, Jacob? We're not talking about a shrine bowl, though. (laughs) We're talking about practice. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about practice. And one of the guys that has been the best that we have heard from in practice so far, and one of the guys that stays after practice to practice some more Justin McGriff yeah that's my last pick when you said I Justin McGriff it. I was about to yell at you and then I, I was like nope yeah. he's going I gotta stop no I, gotta write I, it in.
2: I' I could tell by your
1: reaction that was who you're
2: looking and I I just I got man with mcquitty and Mike Williams and Tajon Lindsay there it's like there are only so many uh, receptions to go around there and
1: um, I don't know I honestly don't think it matters because I think they're gonna try to split the reps up as evenly as possible I don't and and I don't
0: And but I also think that some of those guys will flip back and forth. Like I think, like a Justin McGriff, for example, I think we'll see time on both the red and the white team. That that could be. That makes sense. I think McQuitty could be a guy like that as well. But so you have Derek, you have one receiver. Uh, is that what I? Yeah, yeah, I got I got balance. I got a
1: quarterback. I got a running back. I got a linebacker and a cornerback. and I got a receiver.
0: Jacob, I'm surprised you didn't take Cole from. (laughs) <laughs> well it's, it's
2: tough to know how much kicking is going to happen and uh, they're, they're going kicking on air so I feel like that would have been cheating but yes he, he would have been my 6th pick Okay, because I feel like you should get 10 points for an, a trick kick and a Honestly, that, it, if Ross to really You don't get to, to make really up cool. rules
1: to help your team.
2: No. <laughs> that's not how this works. It's it's my theoretical sixth pick. It's, no not, one, it's
0: not real. You know what's, what's interesting? And it would be so fun to kind of track this throughout the years because none of us took a defensive lineman. Yeah. Which could be super, like if they, uh, you know, you get a couple of tackle for losses and a sack could really help. But that'll be interesting to see if going forward, I if think they insert guys into the team that you would be like, whoa, there's a defensive lineman. That guy I want on my team. There's an outside linebacker. Is that. I think that some of these draft picks tell you a little bit about what you think the strength of the team is and what you're going to see out there. Yeah, I think it also
1: says something about scheme, too. Vogel was talking about this the other day, that the defensive line – I think it was Brandon that was talking about this. The defensive line feels like they're more about just kind of – Filling up gaps and taking on blocks, and then in this scheme, the linebackers are the guys that are going to shoot through and go get tackles for loss. Go get sacks and, and sacks that's how and it
2: works like in a normal three-four, one that actually try. I mean, as opposed to the last one where nobody actually went and got tackles for loss. But uh, and then yeah. you have and
0: then to, and then if you've got a couple of special defensive ends like you know Pruitt or Pruitt or Toit step To it. So yeah, that was at Notre Dame. Like if you got someone like that, then you have a defensive line that's doing really well. Otherwise, yeah, from the and most there part, are some like spending. Notre
2: tackles that are kind of like penetrating guys that'll break through the pocket and but a lot of those defensive line sacks they'll get some but it'll be more like um a breakdown by the offensive line and them just winning their individual matchup and the quarterback not getting rid of the ball quick enough um but yeah I think the majority of the sacks will come from the outside linebackers it's just a position that I'm not comfortable enough in right now I think we all screwed up outside linebackers is that what you're talking about about knowing who's gonna be the guys oh, there, okay. especially with Luke Gifford on the bench, I just realized none of us took Breon Dixon.
0: I that, thought about that. Him could have been a mistake. Yeah. yeah, I um, forgot. But yeah, especially
2: because there aren't yeah we missed stuff on them. Yeah, right? there aren't a ton of outside linebackers. So like in terms of reps and getting out there, he's they're gonna play a flip, lot. He's
1: got to flip back. I mean, speak for yourself, guys. I'm really happy with. My team. <laughs> I, mean, I love my roster. Like this is a, this is a championship team right here.
2: Well, I, props to you for also taking two defensive players. Yeah,
1: uh, like you, Greg. Over gonna... here, just went
2: all offense. I'm all no gas, defense. no breaks, <laughs> Hey, we're daddy up over here. That's let's right. go. All gas, no breaks. <laughs> we just found our podcast title, folks.
1: <laughs>
2: so, uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Let's, let's see what we can do. It this, this should be fun. I, I don't know. Right.
0: The only thing, if Derek would entertain a trade for Greg Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Willing to trade your number one pick for G Reg trying to get Greg on his team? Yeah. If I could get Greg Bell on my team, I'll give you Will Bond and a Snickers bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than the James Harden trade. <laughs> Come on, man. That's right. It's like cash consideration. And <laughs> the second round pick. You gotta trade me two players on your team and we will give you a compensatory pick <laughs> for one. Defensive player. I would
0: trade you Wilbon and McQuitty for Greg Bell, and then I'll take Breon Dixon. <laughs> no, that's not,
2: we're not going to allow you to fix your mistake. That's not no, how I this drive. works. Excuse D-Rag me,
1: excuse me. You are not involved in this trade.
0: <laughs> that's
1: right. GReg does not want anybody on your trash team. This is between the two of us. Let's talk trade. I feel like that's a good deal. I think that, that was that's not a terrible deal. Hey, it's a fantasy. Like, I am going to decline. Uh, oh, I will he's going to be the person I that votes against it. Hey, yes. guess what, though? Two out of three. We got majority. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down over there with your Crate and T-shirt. Uh, all right, Reg. <laughs> yeah. Are we good on that deal? So we're talking Mikhail Wilbon.
2: Just right now, I am not changing anything. These are our teams. Let's <laughs> see, so you guys
1: know. We're talking Mikhail Wobon and we're talking Javon McQuitty. Yep. For, for Greg, Greg, Bell. Greg Bell. And then because I have
0: an empty roster spot, I'll then pick up
1: Breon Dixon. Well, then who am I supposed to drop, actually? And I got to drop some Yeah, drop you're trading oh, your dude.
0: fourth and fifth.
2: Yeah, it's a terrible trade. He's trading his fourth and fifth pick for your, what, second oh, my pick? My second
0: pick? You yeah. have to drop Justin McGriff. Are you dropping Lamar. Justin McGriff? Or drop Lamar. <laughs>
1: Jeez. Wow. You're sh- just a hater over here. What's wrong with What's wrong with Justin McGriffin and Lamar Jackson? My fourth. And, I'm
0: trying to help you up. I mean, my fourth
1: and fifth picks are better than your fourth and fifth picks. I don't know about that. I took a running back in the second round. You wait until the fourth to take a running back. You know what? That's, I did it. You know. I'm out. I'm out. Oh, ah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't feeling the respect and the willingness to negotiate. <laughs> oh, sorry. At the trading table, I
0: was blatantly
1: disrespectful. <laughs> God, I have to fine you for tampering after this.
0: <laughs> well, it's in my nature. <laughs> um, oh, we have gotten really off the rails here, haven't we? I think this has been a really good podcast. Oh, it's been fun. <laughs> it's been yeah, lively. We, we might have
2: to do something like this during the regular season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right before the start of the regular season. Yeah. Keep track throughout the... Yes. I think as long as people enjoy it, as long as people haven't shut us off yet, uh, let <laughs> hey, us, I guess, let us know. And give we'll, us some we'll, feedback. Who we'll do, do you again? think
2: put together the best team? We want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Especially we do need to hear that. Me.
1: Tweet at us. If it's if it's not, if it's Jacob, don't tweet at us. If it's me or G-Reg, then you need to let us know. That's right. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Um, unless, unless you want to tell Jacob that his team is trash as well. In which case, feel free to tweet at us, DM us, do whatever, you know, send us a, an email or, or whatever. Um, I want to ask you guys before we close this thing out, a takeaway take from this entire spring. Because by the time we get through... This game, and then we get through... I think we're assuming that Tuesday we'll get practice or something like that. We might not get to go talk to them after practice, but they got one practice left. Spring's almost wrapped up. Mm -hmm. Give me a takeaway from this entire ordeal. We'll start with you, g Reg.
0: So my my takeaway has been it's not about the actual players. It'll be about the staff. Um, Remember in drumline, one band, one sound... No, no. I, I feel like the, <laughs> gonna, Okay, I'm you guys got to look at me with a the blank stare. No, I got you. That's what I um just did not expect the Yeah, right that's that's <laughs> what I think about when I think about this this coaching staff. And how on message they are, how together they are. Like they reference each other's comments in the press mm-hmm. um, a lot. Like Mario Verduzco just today, when talking to him, mentioned about Coach Frost and what he said. Um, Coach Held has mentioned, you know, things with Coach then. Like it, it kind of, they all work together so well. And I think that the impact of that entire staff coming together really did help quite a bit. And I, don't, I think that'll be long lasting throughout the season in the years to come. They got that telepathy. They do. <laughs> that is. That is that. That, that brand synergy that one, you need to be successful One band. In. One side. band. I think this
1: might go down as the greatest podcast episode ever podcasted <laughs> yeah. because we, we had all of that nonsense in the opening and we've managed to get a drumline reference in. <laughs> like, well done. Well done. Yeah, so. Jacob, take away from this this whole ordeal.
2: Well, we heard how much work they did in the winter conditioning and um, how, how important that has. Everybody's Basically, everybody's lost 10 pounds of fat, added 10 pounds of muscle. I think this is going to be a huge spring or huge summer for them moving forward. So now they've got kind of the concepts down, they've got the plays down, they know what they're going to be running, and all we're hearing right now is everybody needs to be in better shape. They've got to be able to keep it up throughout the length of an entire game. So I think it's going to be better important shape for
1: them. or just better fundamentals. Well, better shape. That's
2: straight up. Uh, I mean, somebody said say that. that, that yeah, Thursday? Ryan Tellez said that today about all his guys. Okay. Um, like none of them are in the the shape that he wants them to be in right now. Um, and actually, with Mikhail Wilbon in particular, he mentioned, someone asked him about him. He said, "Yeah, he looks great. To start out. Um, he makes plays or whatever. It's just he's got to be able to maintain. He's got to keep getting in better shape. And that's he, he's challenging all the guys to do that. And I think that goes for the whole team because I mean, this pace, it's going to be tough. If uh, I mean, I, I, some I don't know if they know exactly what they're getting themselves into."
0: So one thing I want to kind of throw out there, just so that we don't lose track of it, with on along the lines of what you were saying, Jacob, is is that what opens the door for freshmen coming in during the summer, right? So we know that those guys have playbooks. Like I, I know that Miles Jones and I know that yeah. Maurice Washington has. one. I know Caleb Tanner has been doing a lot of work as well. Um, so do, is but is that what gets them in the door, so to speak? Is that if Maurice Washington can come in here um, and his wind is correct and he's able to come in and run. Play plays consistently and at high efficiency for an entire practice, does that give him a little bit more of a boost um, than a traditional freshman coming in? I think that'll be something interesting to keep an eye on with some of those skill position guys because we talk a lot about everybody loves to throw those guys into the mix. They're usually not ready. Could that actually help them? Well, but at the same time, I mean, how, how many times do... You
2: high school kids have the same kind of conditioning and they have not been working with Zach Duval exactly so that's that's going to be new to them too so they're like the the guys got used to how I mean heck we had a couple people end up in the hospital just based on what they were doing so um I, I think that could go either way there but yeah I think this is just a huge summer for them to continue working out get in the shape they need to be and then make sure they retain everything that they learned in the spring so they can hit the ground running
1: when the fall camp come, rolls around. I think the fact that they spent an entire winter with Zach Duval in that training program and the coaches still want them to be in better shape, I think that tells you everything you need to know about the pace yes. of, of what we're about to witness yeah. whenever September rolls around. Um, It'll be interesting, interesting seeing this game alone, especially with some of the lack
2: of depth they have at certain positions. Yeah. And they might have to have guys play a ton on both sides just so you have enough bodies. to make it like, work. like these cornerbacks, you've only got... Um, two cornerbacks listed on the white team and three on the red team. Like There's only five quarter- cornerbacks that are on the rosters right now that are set to play.
0: Cross-training was Travis Fisher's <laughs> big word. So, Derek, what's your takeaway from uh, spring one?
1: I think it's probably that uh, the defense this year is going to look just 180 degrees oh, yes. different than the defense looked last year. I think that's my biggest takeaway because Chenander is just... He's so interesting to listen to because he wants sacks. He wants takeaways. He wants them to just go balls to the wall, go make a play. And like he said it, he said it today. If you, I want my corners to go make a big hit. I want my corners to go try to make a play on the ball. If you miss, so what the safety's there to cover you. So if they can get guys that are, are fundamentally sound and that they're in position and they don't have coverage busts, like it's going to be very interesting to see if that opens up a guy like Lamar Jackson to just go play with his hair on fire and, and do what what he wants to do and go after the ball, hits and picks is what he said. Um, I want to see them get sacks. You hear free? Like, we've heard freedom. We talked. We heard Carlos talk about. They just want to get sacks. I think that's probably my biggest takeaway is just how aggressive it sounds like they want to be. And I don't know if I was necessarily thinking that it was going to be like to this level yeah. coming into the spring. Yeah. But it is and that's exciting and I think it's probably going to be exciting for other people too. Yeah. And no, no more strain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man. Yeah and that's I'm I gotta, I'm, I'm,
0: a, I'm team get rid of the strain Yeah, and get after some people. It's, it's a, I think it's easier it's to play in Norman now. So yeah, I'm yes. happy for that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you know what else is in Norman? The jump man. <laughs> oh no, boy. We're just, not going there. No I we're going to on that right. note let's 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 this wrap this up, thing yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Houston also signed with Jordan. Did you see did you guys see this? Um, the Houston no. basketball team signed with Jordan. Does that maybe make Jordan a little less cool?
0: Well Jordan you no. know what I'm not gonna throw my Michael Jordan hatred onto this and get the hate mail. Michael Jordan hatred? See? What did I just say? What? As a guy from Chicago, Michael Jordan hatred. What? Yeah.
1: You should never be allowed back in that city. <laughs> it's
0: my city. You, should, you, you, you shouldn't even
1: be able to say that's my city. It's, it's still my city. No. What? He's Michael Jordan? MJ. Oh. Patrick Johnson is the real MJ. Oh, I my told you, why goodness. did you start this? Uh, you, you started, started this. this. No, you did. Oh, my goodness. Whew. I can't... <laughs> I'm speechless. Like, it's one thing to say LeBron is better than MJ. We he will entertain is, that argument. Is. I think he is, too. He's. But to...
2: LeBron's a supercharger. There's a magic. There's a handful of guys. But to say that
1: Michael Jordan isn't even the real MJ, that's Magic Johnson.
0: What? He's, he's the fourth best player ever. <laughs> who's... Okay, who's second? No, well, we didn't get to one. One is Kareem.
1: Two. Are, are all four Lakers? Just I kidding. could do that,
0: but I'm not going to. Kareem is one, LeBron is two, Magic Johnson is three, the other MJ is four. Like, Kobe is five. Y'all can't like, see no my face she, right now? No. Kobe is five? Tell me, tell me where you saw a lot. Y'all can't see my face right now, but
1: my eyeballs are about to pop out of my head. Are you on something?
0: <laughs> A joke about tomorrow. Either, so. like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Where have we gone? What has happened? You're never allowed back on this podcast. Like, I told you not
0: to open that door. You did it anyway, and this is where we ended up. Okay, what is your objection with Michael Jordan? First of all, he's a jerk, he's a world class jerk. And I don't understand why he gets a pass for that. He hits teammates in the face, and all of a sudden, that's amazing. Number one. Number two, he was a ball hog. He was more of a ball hog than Kobe is, and I don't understand why he gets a pass for that as well. Because he was better than Kobe. He actually put the ball through the rim more often.
2: Through the rim? I thought it was through
1: the hoop. here the, it's same the same thing. No, 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 no. You got to get the references right if we're going to attack him. We can't leave him. <laughs> It's in the hoop, through the rim. um, Just listen, we can't leave him any loopholes to try to come after us. We have to be fundamentally sound from here on out. Because if we give him any opportunity to stray away from the argument at hand, he's going to do it because he doesn't have the facts to back up his claim.
0: I have facts on my so, side. So
1: your facts so far are that Michael Jordan was a jerk. Which so is there, not a. Therefore, is not disputable. therefore he shouldn't be the greatest player in the history of basketball.
0: Yeah, because all the things that he did that people mythologize and you know the cult of Michael Jordan put up on a pedestal, you actually penalize other guys for.
1: Can it. I? Can I like and just? Can I just like him say him. something like <laughs> no, he
0: is, as good at it as he is. That's the problem.
1: Can I just like say something right now? Like Russell Westbrook is a jerk too. Like
0: he is, and he gets crushed for
1: it. He's 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 a jerk. Not away from basketball, but in in the in the the confines of the basketball world, he's a jerk. And I'm not about to say that he's a terrible trash human being.
0: He's incredible. He's not a trash human. Do you being. okay? Do you George
1: have is. do you okay? So so <laughs> so jerk <laughs> and ball hog. Do you have <laughs> like like numbers or?
0: Oh we gonna come on now, we're not getting the numbers. <laughs> I mean like we don't need that. All
1: of your your Michael Jordan slander, is it all based on like personality flaws?
0: Actually, now that you mention it, maybe. <laughs> Do you that ain't I think the Kareem was a better player than him. He impacted the game more. he's more dominant. You know that, like, like did you
1: see sports talk Joe in that, that thread that he had of like all the defenses that Michael Jordan glorious. went against? Yeah. So like The ones that Kareem went against were worse, and he was, like, as tall as the Statue of Liberty.
0: Like, of course he was going to put up 25 and 15. He had the most indefensible shot in the history of basketball.
1: Because everybody else was my size.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Magic was on his team in the six ten. There were big guys. Robert Parrish was out there at some point. You just, just named three people. <laughs> 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 three people and two of them on his team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry.
0: I just we, cannot understand this. So I can't understand this. <laughs> It actually. I want to go a little bit deeper into my psyche with this thing. The part of the reason of my Michael Jordan hatred is because that first championship came against the Lakers and ended Magic Johnson. There record. we go. That's, that does that's that is a is. big factor in this. So, so yeah. it's just
1: like David talking about James Harden. <laughs> yes, it's, I had the same thought.
0: It, it,
2: the dude averaged thirty-six and five on a fifty-seven true shooting percentage for his career.
0: Jordan move?
1: Yes,
2: Michael Jordan. The real
0: (laughs) MJ,
1: thirty six and five on what did you say? Fifty seven true shooting.
0: shooting.
1: shooting. Look up Kareem. Your argument was that we're we're not focused on Kareem right now because I'm not about to slander Kareem because he's really good. (laughs) But at the same, you have to acknowledge that he was playing against people that had the athletic ability of me
0: (laughs) on my after my
1: torn ACL. So so let's let's focus on your your Michael is not the real MJ.
0: So is so Magic Johnson, the greatest point guard to ever walk, is better than the fake MJ. I thought Lonzo was the
1: greatest point guard to ever walk. He's number three. <laughs> Who's two? I couldn't think of Derek Fisher. So,
2: I'm, 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 I'm walking out, out of this first room right, room right now. I, I am walking gonna... out of this room right now. Thank Carriation. you guys <laughs> for
1: joining us on this week's Varsity Club podcast. We will be back next week, probably not including Greg Smith. Oh, man. Oh, that was not actually our outro. No, they should have been. I think we can end
0: it there. <laughs> uh, we, we said more.